Hello, everyone, and happy Wednesday to all of my listeners here for the Selling Greenville podcast. I am your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor right here in Greenville, South Carolina. We talk about everything Greenville and real estate related. Sometimes we talk about just real estate in general, but it's always through a Greenville lens, always through the lens of the upstate of South Carolina. And the way I just said that sounded very Jersey. Um, I am from Jersey originally, so I apologize. Sometimes that bleeds through. But again, thank you for listening. If you have never done this, please go ahead and subscribe to the show. Give us a rating. Leave us a review. All these things help the show. Um, helps to encourage me to keep going with this as uh, we get more and more feedback. And uh, as well, if you need to reach me for any reason, my contact information is in the show notes. I am a realtor, so I represent buyers and sellers, investor buyers and sellers, normal owner-occupant buyers and sellers, people looking for land, all that stuff, everything in between. That is what I do, and I can help you with any of that. Um, Or if you just want to shoot the breeze about the pod, just go ahead and look up my contact information. You can call, text, email. I am pretty much always accessible. Um, I have worked, I can't tell you how many days straight. It's a busy time right now. This is the way we are as realtors right now. Uh, You got to work when you have work, and we have work right now. Um, and that's why today I'm recording this on Wednesday. I'm going to release this uh, podcast today on Wednesday, March the 3rd. Um, normally, I try to record these a little bit in advance, but I've been so busy I haven't even gotten to do that yet. Uh, but I'm excited about this episode. We are going to be talking about Poe Mill, all right, which is a hilarious name. Obviously, it's named after uh, someone with the last name of Poe, and I don't know the history of that. I don't think his first name was Edgar Allen, um, or maybe it was a her. I don't know. I have no idea who Poe is, but Poe has a mill named after him or her, and it's located in a very interesting part of Greenville. So if you uh, split the difference between where the North Main community is, which is a very nice community in Greenville, a very flourishing community, and Uh, where the Swamp Rabbit Trail is, which kind of hugs the Reedy River on the west side of Greenville. You've got Poe Mill um, kind of in between there. Now, you do have 276, which kind of runs through there as well. Poe Mill is just to, if you're looking at it from like Google Maps directly above, Poe Mill is directly to the left of 276. And and Google Maps and, and other map softwares, they interestingly call this Park Place, which is uh, which is funny for me as, as a uh, real estate investor because that reminds me of the Monopoly game. Um, of course, Park Place is uh, one of the more desirable uh, pieces of property on the Monopoly board, also one of the more expensive ones. Um, but Park Place, nobody really thinks of that area as Park Place. Um, everyone thinks of it as Poe Mill because there is an old mill uh, that is positioned right there. It's been... Uh, out of use for a very long time. It was in use uh, from the late 1800s for uh, something like 80 years. It, it was in use. And of course, Greenville used to be a mill uh, a mill town, a mill city. And, and this is why you go to different areas, particularly areas near the Reedy River, you'll see a lot of, uh, a lot of old mills that, that used to be. And What's happening is we're seeing these mills start to uh, be bought out by big developers and now being converted into condos. So Mills Mill, um, yes, I know another 
funny mill name. We we had we kind of lacked creativity on the name of the mills around here, but Mills Mill, um, that one uh, has been completely converted into really nice condos, and um, it seems to be doing uh, well uh, for for what it is. It's it's a unique type of of idea. I mean, the mills with the with the red brick and everything. Um, if you look at them up close, they are beautiful, and it's a shame that they've gone uh, defunct as they have, but that's just the way it is. Our economy here changed. We're no longer a mill city. Uh, we still do a lot of manufacturing, but the but the mill part of it um, is not something that Greenville really does anymore, and that's not something that that's a part of our history, um, but that's not a part of, of really our future. So repurposing these mills that have been empty for 30, 40 years is something maybe even longer in some cases 50 years um, is something that is helpful uh, for the most part for everyone we'll, we'll talk uh, in a minute about how some people might disagree that it's helpful um, I want to make sure that we uh, reflect all the opinions on here um, but po mill really when most people think about po mill they think about that there is the po mill skate park it is exactly what you think it is it's where a, a bunch of kids go and they uh and they skate and there's spray paint everywhere and it's kind of cool it's kind of a kind of a cool idea that you know it's been a nice little community place where where kids can go and pull out their skateboard or their their rollerblades and and things like that um and you know it kind of reminds me a little bit of when i was a kid in the 90s that those things were uh were really popular uh, there's little skate parks like that. Uh, we don't really have anything else like that in Greenville. Um, unfortunately, though, it's probably about to go away. And that's because the, the Po Mill area was just sold uh, by Greenville, by the Greenville County Redevelopment uh, Authority. They sold that site to a developer um, known as Contour Companies, and they're going to do what it appears to kind of follow the blueprint of Mills Mill, and also there are some other mills that are that are kind of uh, working on doing something similar, to create the village at Poe Mill, which is going to be uh, an 11-acre development with 240, sorry, 428 residential units, uh, commercial space, shopping, dining options, and also a spur extension of the Swamp Rabbit Trail. So we're not that far from the Swamp Rabbit Trail, they're going to tie it all in. And for those of you that don't know, that Swamp Rabbit Trail, um, it's where they repurposed uh, an old, for the most part, an old uh, railroad track area that, that kind of went along the Reedy River. Um, it's now a really nice bicycle trail. And uh, if you go there on any nice day, it is packed with people. And so there are um, places like the Swamp Rabbit uh, Cafe and Grocery, that really is just right there on the trail that outside of, of the fact that the, that the trail is there, there wouldn't really be any demand for a, uh, a you know, outdoor eating grocery type of place like that. Um, and then additionally, it's, it's really transformed other parts uh, where the trail goes as well. Like it goes all the way up to downtown Travers Rest. Um, I, I can say from firsthand experience, I, I bike this trail. Uh, just recently, I'm I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but it was my first time ever that I had biked it um, just a couple of months ago, and I went from downtown Greenville to downtown TR and back. It was a little bit more than 20 miles round trip, 
And yes, I'm not in that type of shape. I was I was quite sore, but I was able to I was able to handle it. Sometimes it's good to push yourself. <clears throat> and um, the long story short was, I thought, okay, um, I'm not really too hungry today. And usually when I do a lot of exercising, um, I don't feel hungry. So I'm just gonna push myself to just do the whole 20 miles, uh, you know, without stopping to eat any at any point in there. Well, by the time I get up to Travers Rest, by the way, it's slightly uphill going from downtown Greenville up to Travers Rest. I mean, it's a very flat trail overall. Remember, trains uh, used to, to go there, so it needs to be relatively flat. But um, it's slightly uphill as you're going north towards uh, TR. And once I got there, I was like, I got to eat. I got I to gotta get something to eat here, um, something to drink. I stopped at um little restaurant there in downtown Travers Rest and hey they you know made 20 bucks off of me that I didn't plan to spend because of the Swamp Rabbit Trail and and there are a gazillion stories like this it's been a really uh, a big driver of uh economic growth for that area and and it's continuing to do so I, I don't think that we've even seen you know the full extent to which uh, that could be the case. There's a lot of, as you do the trail, there are tons of commercial areas along the way that, um, you know, are warehouses and, and things that if they were converted into retail space and made into something where people could could stop there um, and stop and, and get out and get something to eat or get something to drink, I bet people would. Um, and so Pomel is thinking, Let's do the same thing here. And so they're going to have a, a spur extension of um, of that uh, Swamp Rabbit Trail. It's going to go into, allegedly, uh, the mill site. And then they're also going to be, the same developer is going to be developing a massive space at 300 Hammett Street um, into what they believe will be a, uh, a food hall, uh, along with some other things. Um, but it, it'll be that uh, a food hall, which if you're not familiar with the food hall concept, it's it's kind of a newer concept. Um, it's it's almost like uh, you know back in in the good old days. I remember as a kid going to malls and you know they'd have a food court. Well, the food court concept typically is more of like fast food, um, and you know not necessarily the best food in the world. The idea with the food hall is that these are uh, typically nicer places, um, but not super high-end either. Think fast casual and maybe a, a step above that. Um, so, uh, you know, places where you can get a nice meal, but you're in, not in a specific restaurant, you're in a, a hall. That's why, hence, they call it a food hall. Um and uh, then there's also a, a ton of other mixed-use types of things that they're planning for that Poe Mill area. Now, here's why this is important. You're probably wondering, okay, what, what's the big deal about this? Um, Poe Mill has been, in that area, uh, has been kind of left behind for a long time. We're all just kind of wondering, uh, you know, at what point, and by, by us, I mean any of us in real estate, what's it going to take for... Uh, for that area to see the type of growth that we've seen in areas like downtown Greenville and areas like North Main and areas like just west of there where the Swamp Rabbit Cafe and Grocery is. I mean, it's like every area around it 
has uh, has seen some incredible appreciation, incredible growth, incredible improvement, improvement in crime, improvement in so many different areas. But this one little area here, Po Mill, and then if you want to also lump right to the east of it, Brutontown, despite being only two miles or less from downtown Greenville, uh, these areas, you go into it and it's like, wow, this this feels a lot further from downtown Greenville than I would think. And the reason for that is it has a lot of people that that have owned homes that have been in their family for years and years and years. I mean, we're talking 50, 60, 70 years. Um, and a, a lot of these homes are in disrepair, let's just be honest. A, a lot of properties in the area are landlord-owned as well. And and as we typically see, when you have a an area where a large percentage of uh, the properties are owned by non-owner occupants, that's typically not good for the area because landlords are not going to take as good a care of a, of a house as an owner is, typically, typically. Um, so... The area, honestly, it just needs some outside help, and that will help everyone for the most part. Um, that'll help all of us that are landlords, and I own a uh, one of my favorite properties, uh, probably my favorite property that I personally own. I own a five-unit building um, right there in the Poe Mill area, and I bought this several years ago um, for what would now be pennies on the dollar compared to what it would be worth now, but... Um, it's one of those properties that um, it'll be a long time before I even entertain selling it. I get uh, mail from people all the time trying to, you know, say that they're interested in buying it. Listen, I knew this was going to happen. I bought this property years ago. I knew that area had to improve at some point. We were going to at some point see property values and whatnot lift up. We were going at some point to see all the mill houses in that area, and there are a ton of little mill houses. We were, we were at some point going to see them get renovated. And um, and so I've been holding on to this property for several years, and it rents well. It's, it's not, you know, uh, unfortunately, Greenville County uh, taxes the daylights out of me on it. We're, we're talking about like $5,000 a year uh, taxes on, on that property, uh, which to me property like that shouldn't cost that. That ends up just getting paid by the renters. Um, and as a big driver of uh, rental costs being higher than what they could be, but it is what it is. You know, that's what uh, that's what Greenville has chosen to do. And uh, they kind of have a monopoly when it comes to property taxes. They can do whatever they want. Um, but here we see finally some outside help coming into the area. This will directly impact the area, mostly for good. It'll help those of us who are landlords will help our properties, in theory, to increase in value. I mean, um, that food hall that's going in, I mean, that is literally just a, a couple of blocks away from uh, the property that I own in that area. Um, and I know exactly where it is. Um, that is a, a really cool idea. You know, that will bring people from outside into the Poe Mill area. And then the housing as well will help. Uh, increased values around the area as well, in theory. Um, again, there, there is more to it than just, oh, we've got nice condos going up here. Now all the home values are, are going to increase. There's a little bit more to it than that. Um, but, uh, but, but it does help. Now, 
that will also help a lot of the owner occupants there. As I mentioned, people that their homes are in are in disrepair. You know, they're starting to get older. They're starting to need to to move uh, somewhere else, and, and their home is probably their biggest asset. Um, these people now they're going to see their home values increase. And by the way, this site they're saying it, it might break de- break ground this summer. So uh, they're not dilly-dallying around. They're not planning to, now that they bought it, just sit on, on that Poe Mill site for a long time. They're trying to break ground as soon as possible. But the, but the owners in that area will see their home values go up, and it will mean uh, that they can now have more money in retirement or whatever the case is, whatever they, they need that money for. That will help a lot of the residents. Now... It's been pointed out that uh, it will probably gentrify the area uh, significantly more. And we know that, that that's going to happen regardless of whether this uh, Poe Mill site uh, goes up or not. But there are concerns among the residents, uh, among the residences in that area that it's going to uh, speed up the process of gentrification. And yes, yes, it will. Um, I, that is... That there is a uh, there are pros and cons to this type of thing uh, happening, and unfortunately, uh, that is one of the results. But I, I like I said before, what's happening in Poe Mill isn't so much that that people are uh, selling, you know, homes from one person from one owner occupant to another at low prices. The, the owner-occupants that are selling their homes are, are by and large selling them to investors. And uh, so the gentrification is kind of already baked into that anyway. Now, what it does impact is it could impact rental prices. It could cause uh, the cost of rent to go up. Um, and again, there's a lot of factors there. Uh, we, we don't know for sure exactly what that will mean. Uh, but yes, that's very possible. If, if people really start demanding to live in that area and that becomes a more popular area, then yes, absolutely, uh, the cost of rent in that area uh, will go up over time. Uh, now, for what it's worth, they're supposed to be in that Mill um, site development that they're doing here, that they're starting hopefully this summer. Um, they are trying to reserve roughly, I don't think they've committed to this, but roughly half of the condos or apartments, whatever they're calling them, to be reserved for "quote unquote" workforce housing uh, that's meant to be affordable. I'm I'm reading this off of the Greenville News, by the way. Um, it, it says about half the developments apartments will likely be reserved for workforce housing that is meant to be affordable for residents who earn at just below the county's median income level. That puts monthly housing costs at roughly. Uh, 1,291 to 1,613. All right, so they they might have some measures in place to have some quote unquote affordable housing at between roughly 1,300 to 1,600 dollars. Um, you know, that's not particularly affordable in my opinion. I mean, you can get a you can get a pretty nice house for for 1,300 to to 1,600 dollars. Um, but this is the way rent is in Greenville. That that's what what they are saying that they are doing going to do to try to, um, you know, I guess ensure that rents don't go crazy in that area, 
Uh, but you know what? Uh, at the end of the day, there is if, if there is a market for this, then um, they're going to end up seeing people that that want that type of housing that are willing to pay those types of prices. And it, it'll be interesting to see if that is approximately what the uh, what the affordable housing is going to be. Well, what is their non affordable <laughs> um, housing going to be? I have no idea. It's going to be interesting. Um, I'll also mention that there is uh, another uh, warehouse in the Po Mill area that's that's also just a few blocks from the Swamp Rabbit Trail that is also supposed to be uh, being developed here. Um, it, it's something that um, I think has been kind of a work in progress. Um, but uh, the long story short is that there are other mixed-use developments and whatnot that are in place. So Here's, at the end of the day, here is what this means. That area of Greenville that we've wondered for a while, I saw someone comment on a Facebook thread that um, he as a landlord used to own eight houses up there and sold them all because he got, he quote unquote, got tired of waiting. Now, you could perhaps argue that, well, if you owned eight houses, um, you know, you could have started to um, help make things better whatever that's that's downstream from here um but he got tired of of waiting for uh for the area to improve and uh i i think that all the signs are pointing to the, that that if you're wanting to invest in that area that uh now's a good time to that there is going to be um down the road improvements to the area coming in a variety of forms and uh, and it's going to it's going to change that area. You're, it's not going to uh, anymore be considered just a skate park uh, location, you know, with a lot of mill little mill houses that are you know in in need of uh, repair. Um, it's going to be known as this nice potentially this nice uh, mill village, uh, the what they're calling the village at Poe Mill. Um, along with these other, uh, this uh, mixed-use space called the chapel and this food hall. I mean, we're talking about, this might be, uh, in my opinion, maybe the biggest, uh, most aggressive type of redevelopment of an area that we've seen, like, concerted with, like, multiple things happening, maybe since Falls Park. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, some of the things that's happened in, in Mills Mill, obviously, would compare to that. Uh, what's happened in in Deneen, uh, in Deneen Mill as well, compares. But but this feels like an an all out attack, so to speak. Um, hopefully not in a bad way, but an all out attack on one area uh, coming from multiple developers in order to see, you know, uh, profit for obviously for those developers, but also. What the Greenville, what Greenville County, as they are selling these sites off, they're thinking, okay, this is a way that we can extend the the beauty and extend the desirability of downtown Greenville and continue to uh, build that out, even if you're not directly downtown. The great thing is, you you get a, you know a little spur extension of the Swamp Rabbit Trail. Uh, you're only two miles to downtown. That is a very easy bike ride. Uh, from that area to downtown, and yeah, 
that that there are going to be people in a few years that are going to be living in the village at Poe Mill, and they're going to be riding their bike to work downtown. I, I think that, that is kind of the vision for what people envision. So this is a good time uh, to buy in that area if you're if you're looking to acquire uh, single family uh, single family housing. There's not a whole lot of multifamily down there. Uh, or up there, whatever you whatever you want to say, um, it's mostly single family, mostly mill houses. Um, there are some mobile homes as well, um, but but that's about it. And if you want an area to be on your radar for an area that that we're going to see some big changes here in the upcoming year, in the upcoming years, I guess I should say plural, Po Mill, that is an area that you should be looking at, that you should be considering. It's going to be an area that that is going to see some big changes. If you have any questions about any of that, let me know. I'm happy to discuss this. Again, subscribe, rate, review. Contact me with my contact information in the show notes. And I hope you guys have a great rest of the week.